Brace, um, do you have power? Yeah, I got, I got plenty of power. I'm actually, <laughs> I'm doubled up today. Yeah? I've got every, every, every How socket. many monsters did you drink? I, several. But have every socket in my house has an, a, uh, a strip on it. Mm-hmm. And there are at least four things plugged into each. Surge protector. Yeah. Well, no, my note surge protector is just a power extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's a overload or something, something like that, it will explode it. But yeah, I've got several like uh, utensils that women use in the kitchen. I've got se- laptops. <laughs> all my neighbors are there. Just everything plugged in. Mm-hmm. I've been DJing all day. <laughs> uh, I've been remixing. Uh, well, because you got to use all the energy now in case you don't get it later. Are you out of power? Uh, my power went out for a little bit, but it's back on. So I'm not in the, it was like a, just a neighborhood blackout, but Mm. not part of the like forced blackout. Yeah. So for those who do, you don't know, California is, California is in the dark. (laughs) It is. Yeah, it's really bad. Also on fire. It's not in the dark because it's just lit by fire. Yeah, true. It's also warm. Uh, (laughs) There have been a couple of fires, it looks like in the past few days. That well, they're still going. Yeah, there's the big one up in Kincaid. Yeah, basically like Santa Rosa, Healdsburg, like right outside of Healdsburg. Mm-hmm. Watch out, French Laundry. Oh yeah, God, where are we gonna have dinner then? <laughs> All those wineries, you know. Just I know. Up in flames. I gotta call my guy. Uh, um, and now you saw the one, the Richmond. Yeah, it, like so there bridge. Is, it, it it the fire jumped the Carquinez straight. Which is insane. Ins- I don't think people understand how insane like, that is. That's like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. That's like jumping from Manhattan to well, Brooklyn. Well, you know, the fires, when I was in LA and the, mm-hmm. that massive Malibu fire happened, Yeah, I remember when it jumped the 101 and everyone was like, whoa, what the fuck? Because yeah. it was just, I mean, and that's when it started rolling down the, basically down the cliffs and down into the hills. Uh, last time there were all these fires, my, a lot of my coworkers, not a lot, but I will say several of my coworkers came to me and said that they were, uh, believe they were started by laser beams. Um, okay. I don't, I think that's true. I, you, oh, it is, okay. So no. you also agree. No. Oh. Well, I think I'm. What does I, that even mean? I, I, there was like this Instagram video that was saying that laser beams started the fire, and I'm pretty sure that PGE put that out there and like, whoa, we're just asking questions. This is questions like some Kyrie Irving shit. I don't know who that is, but is she a laser oh. person? No, it, she? Oh my gosh. Please. Kyrie is a woman's name. <laughs> Unless it's like a Jamaican thing. He's a basketball player. Oh, well, okay. He, he believes it. in flat earth. But he's walked it back since. Yeah. Yeah, he puts a magic eye, Illuminati eye, as like his Nike logo. Oh, well, that's kind of weird if you're not for it. Yeah, he's a right? uh, space cadet of the highest order. Um, But yeah, so this, we're going to be, the fire has reached... What, like the East Bay? So probably by the time this comes out, we'll be dead. (laughs) Don't say that. Oh, my God. You'll be dead. (laughs) I'm going to be shacked up in your apartment like with all of my belongings. You can fit like a bunch of furniture in your apartment, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Easy. I I have one of the biggest flats in San Francisco. (laughs) I call it a flat. I'm rich in European. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's fucked up. Like PG&E is just... Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, well, they're not fixing the fucking power lines. No, no, they got to pay off all their their executives. So first. for for our European listeners, California is the westernmost state in the U.S. except for the other two, I guess, Oregon and Washington, and it catches fire every year now because our power company is just this like private monopoly that doesn't fix the power. Which I wouldn't fix if I had a power company. I probably wouldn't fix the power lines either, but I don't. Well, the thing is, is that no, they like okay. This, when the whole Enron scandal happened, mm-hmm. the state didn't do fucking shit. And basically, PG&E learned that the state was never going to do anything. Yeah. And so they completely, you know, ignored, like, massive infrastructure issues, paid off all their executives. Then they get sued, these, like, massive class action suits mm-hmm. for starting fires because of negligent infrastructure they get, you know, the, they get, uh, you know, settlement tossed at them 
So instead of paying, they just file bankruptcy so to get protection from the creditors. Yeah. And now everyone's like, well, there's nothing they can do. They went bankrupt. It's like, no, no, no. They didn't go bankrupt. They're not bankrupt. Yeah. They, they declared bankruptcy. They charge me money So every they don't month. have to pay victims. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's their stock prices are going down like to what is it? They they say it might hit zero, which if listen, if you're out there, buy when it hits zero. Because you will get <laughs> uh, that's a free stock. No, don't do that. You can buy you could you can technically buy at the company. If I'm if I'm reading this correctly, it would cost you zero dollars to get a control and share in PG and E if you just buy all the stocks for zero. I don't think you're reading this correctly. But I will say that uh oh, fucking lame ass dork shill governor mm-hmm. mr gavin newsom who by the way his ex-wife oh. is being fucked by trump's son <laughs> well because they're married but it's a it sounds worse if i say it, that it does sound worse she's is she the getty or no no he's, maybe he, he's uh he's close with the gettys he's yeah. all up in the gettys anyway but he's like oh warren buffett will you buy pg&e he said that last night or something. Berkshire Hathaway, come buy PG&E. No, Gavin Newsom, power of the purse. Yeah. Imminent domain. Give it to uh, a state agency. It's time to expropriate. Yeah, you can just take it. Just take it. It's ridiculous. You can literally, PG&E doesn't have armed guards. There is no way that California could just send the National Guard there, take the power lines, and then we could blame them for our state burning down every year. Yeah, well. Yeah. My, my thinks Mr. Newsom does not does not care. No. So he can suck. But my perhaps dick. it'll be another fucking governor undone by California power woes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Who is? Oh, and uh, Gray Davis. We got Gray Davis. Yeah. Who then gave us the governor? Yes. Bankrupted the state. You know what we need? Stay tuned for more about how much I hate California. You know what we need? What? We need a deep state in California. What if instead of like, okay, what if, if we go by the law of tragedy farce, mm-hmm. if Governor, Governor Schwarzenegger was first tragedy, who do we get next? Sarah Connors. Welcome. Well, I'll come. Welcome. No, it's nuts. Come not. one, come all. Uh, to we've got a fucked up episode coming. I hope so. Yeah. Should we say hello? No. Okay. No. Oh, let's say hello. Say hello. Hello. Welcome to Trunon. This your week. Your weekly Trunon. I'm Liz. I'm Brace. Joined by producer Young Chomsky. We've got some shit on... If I was a DJ, I would not have one turntable, not two turntables. I would have six turntables around me, a finger on each, spinning like those people who spin plates on sticks, <laughs> because boy howdy, we got a lot of stuff Yeah, that. it's a real mashup. Mm-hmm. Remember mashups? Yeah, I still make mashups. <laughs> that was such a thing for a that while. That was fucked up. What was that one guy's Girl name? Talk. Girl Talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think he was that from was Pittsburgh because my buddy Vinny, I don't think liked him. I think I knew him. Well, yeah. we don't need to get into that. You That's knew kind him? of an embarrassing time. What in year music. was that? It was like 2008. Yeah. Yeah, 2010. That shit yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah. That's like that was like that was like the um, like they kind of like tried to like make Electro Clash a thing again. Mm-hmm. It was cool though because it was anti-copyright. Yeah. I guess, but those copyrights should have been more strongly enforced by execution. <laughs> uh, yeah, you and I were doing Electro Clash back then, so I don't, I don't want to hear any of this from you. We had an Electro Clash night at the Knockout, so no, we didn't. Uh, okay, that was a different Liz Franzak I DJed with for four years. The Knockout doing Electro Clash every Sunday at seven. Oh my God, that's such a lie. Right, I'm going to yeah, sue you for libel. Post the flyer uh, in the. I did not. For this. For, I'm not a DJ. <sighs> I only dated DJs. You made hundreds of dollars a week. (laughs) Remember the 90s shit, too? Yeah, that shit all sucked. Music only got good again like two months ago when that 17-year-old girl on Xanax started making music. (laughs) 
What? I don't know. I've I'm, I'm, I've never heard Billie Eilish, but I'm saying that's the... Uh, oh, I don't know what that is. Let's talk about a pedophile. Speaking of 17-year-olds. <laughs> okay, so before we get into our topic of the week, mm-hmm. we've got some news to go over. Start us off. So um, there's a Channel 4 documentary. Channel 4 meaning... Uh, the fourth channel in the UK. In the UK, yes, yeah. Channel Four, UK. We uh, have like a hundred channels in America. Yeah, no, we've got way more. This channels. is their fourth and final one. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, the first channel. You know what that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is the secret channel that only pedophiles can no, watch. No, the water. Oh, the yeah. That okay. That's very um, that charming. Was that was a charming joke. Anyway, Channel Four documentary on Prince Andrew, mm-hmm. aka. Randy Andy. Yes. And obviously, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. And it seems to be mostly drawn from the Virginia Jeffrey, uh, Johanna Joburg testimony. In fact, it seems like it's almost entirely drawn from that. Yeah. So, full disclosure, I haven't watched it, but <clears throat> saw some clips, read some quotes and some transcripts. And to be honest, I'm sure it's, you know, it's good. I think anything that, uh, you know, mm, focuses on, Prince Andrew is good. Yeah. But it seems to kind of hash out a lot of stuff that we've already... Yeah, if you've listened to Truanon, you know all of this already. I mean, it's even... We've gone over these quotes before. Do you want... Should we read a couple of them out or what? Yeah. Um, I mean... Oof. We don't have to. It's pretty... The third time I had sex with Andy, I can't get over how she always refers to him as Andy. He was. He said to call him Andy. I know. With his little puppet. Yeah. The third time I had sex with Andy was in an orgy on Epstein's private island in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Obviously, we know all about that island. I was around 18 at the time. Epstein, Andy, approximately eight other young girls, and I had sex together. The other girls all seemed and appeared to be under the age of 18 and didn't really speak English. That's actually an interesting little detail. Yeah, and we should actually, after you say this, I got something to say. Epstein laughed about the fact that they couldn't really communicate, saying that they are the, quote, easiest girls to get along with. So uh, that horrific quote aside, it seems to me pretty clear that those are Brunel's girls. Mm. The John Luke Brunel, Epstein's uh, associate and, quote, unquote, modeling agent guy who would go to these uh, sort of Eastern European countries and South American and... uh, it appears he's on some occasions South Asian. Yeah, I was and say. recruit uh, slash kidnap young girls via his contact. By the way, at the State Department, Ugh. he would get them visas and right. uh, passports. Yeah, which a pa- that's pretty wild. Yeah, the getting a passport for an underage girl who can't speak English, getting them an American passport is pretty wild. I know it's so hard <laughs> sounding to do. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, um, so there's a couple, um, you know, without going into the details of the sexual activities I was forced to endure, there were times when I was physically abused to the point that I remember fearfully thinking that I didn't know whether I was going to survive. So it's pretty brutal. Um, apparently, uh, Andrew is quite alarmed yeah. by this airing in mm-hmm. the UK. Um, He's got the Duke shakes. Yeah. Uh, the Duke has, this is a quote from the star. The Duke has been fairly relaxed up to now. He's, but up to now, he's starting to shit himself. It's become the biggest story in the world and he's at the heart of the coverage. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Good riddance. Yeah. Buy the, the but, ticket to the pedophile ride. Wait, buy the pedophile ticket, <laughs> take the pedophile ride. <laughs> I mean, the thing with me and the whole Andrew stuff is that I'm like, okay, scum of the earth. Mm-hmm. Who care? Big hashtag, who care? Yeah. Get him out. Put him But in the also, ground. it's like, the royal family is clearly saying, like, throw Andy under the bus. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, no, no, no. You got to look at the whole family. Exactly. Yeah. Because they are, they are, they're like, all right, well, Andy's the sin eater for the family. Like, let him go. Get exactly. him. But if you're, if you, the, the royal family is perfectly capable of covering this up in the news in the in the uk i mean it's it's it would be child's play for them to do something like this and the fact that they're not i think it's like all right yeah pay attention to andy he's not like us yeah this is like um you know what i've always said about martin shakrelli 
Is that how you say his name? No. I was actually confused. I think it was Martin Shkreli. Whatever. Shkreli? Is there like an apostrophe in there? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That's Uh, after his conversion. uh, (laughs) Um, Anyway, you know I can't say things. Yeah. But I still like to talk. Mm -hmm. Um, No, but, you know, his crime was basically just being an asshole and everyone finding out about what he was doing. I mean, don't get me wrong. What he did jacking up the price was horrible. But him going to jail is what allowed the industry to keep on going. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's like the same thing with Madoff. It's like you have these kind of, you know, sacrificial lambs. Young, vulnerable men. (laughs) That... You know, you know, you, you all of public outrage is directed toward them, mm-hmm. and it's what shores up, you know, the power of the entire industry to continue on pace. That's a quote. This is a quote I kind of formulated a couple of weeks ago, which is the big lie covers the little. Wait, the little lie covers the big lie. It's a what I formulated that. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Brace. Charlie went away because he cyberbullied uh, Lauren Duca. Duca put him away. That was you didn't. Uh, I do remember that. He um, severely cyberbullied Lauren Duca, and that's why. Didn't Eve Pizer become famous for like matching with him on Tinder or something? Yeah, Eve Pizer just likes to hang out with rich people in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to talk about my ex girlfriend anymore. Um, <laughs> um. Anyway, so back to the story. My whole, my whole point is don't get seduced by these little lambs that the pedo complex is thrown out there. Well, definitely don't get seduced by any of these guys. <laughs> yeah. Brace, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, you know, keep your eyes on the prize, which is what we're trying to do at Trona. Don't stop until all of them are locked in the London Tower with a bread and water diet. <laughs> Um, there was another little funny note in one of the gossip items in the New York Post, you know, my favorite mm-hmm. tabloid, um, about, uh, uh, basically an assistant of Tony Blair's. That guy. Contacting. Also rumored. Also rumored. Also rumored to mm-hmm. be involved. In the Epstein imbroglio. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, so, back when Epstein was in jail in Florida mm-hmm. in 2008, uh, Tony Blair's little assistant guy mm-hmm. contacted Epstein and asked him to put him in touch with Jamie Dimon. What? Yes. Jamie Dimon. I've been waiting for Jamie Dimon's name to pop up because of all the financiers of mm-hmm. the world, my man Jamie Dimon has been curiously absent from a lot of these stories. Yeah. Mr. J.P. Morgan Chase guy, right? Oh, he was previously on the board of the directors of the Federal Reserve, which, as you know, our show is dedicated to ending. Abolish the Fed. Hashtag Absolutely. abolish ICE. Hashtag abolish the yeah, Fed. Yeah, abolish the Fed. No, we will get nowhere <laughs> with abolishing ICE or women or any of the things that Bernie's <laughs> political project is about unless we first abolish the Fed, which is why Andrew Yang needs to be president. <laughs> Anyway, so I thought that was very, um, yeah, I thought that was very interesting. And why are all these people, this is just everyone in Davos? Yeah, well, we're going to get into that in a little bit later. We are. But just going back through um, some of the news items, there was also this very weird story, um, which we haven't been able to corroborate, but I do love just, you know, uh, strange little things that could be true or could not be true. So this is from a Christian Zionist <laughs> website called it's Breaking Israel News, Latest News, Biblical Perspective. Israel 365. And the, Isra- the, the, the E in the Israel in the little header they have is a three. So it's kind of like, it's like cyber Israel. Uh-huh. It's like a <laughs> 2000s band. Uh, I, I, there is like a sex 60% chance of this not being true. But it also could be true. Yeah, so I just want to say, revealed top police official pursuing Netanyahu Mm -hmm. connected to Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, my God. And then it has a quote from Psalms, which, yeah, it's a little bit of a strange They answer my love with accusation, but I am all prayer. That's just what Jeffrey Epstein said. 
So as of 2015, 10 senior Israeli police officials were sent to study programs at Harvard University. The programs were funded by the Wexner Foundation. The Wexner Foundation was initially founded by billionaires. Okay, so we know all of this. Um, the most prominent of the police officers to attend the, quote, educational seminar was head of the National Fraud Investigation Unit, Aaron Kamen. Mm-hmm. Kamen was in charge of investigating Sarah Netanyahu, the wife of the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, on allegations of spending irregularities. When you came in, my love, <laughs> my Sarah. So I don't know if people know all about the kind of investigations into Netanyahu, of which there are many. Yes. Uh, in Israel. But, you gotta um, spend money to make money. <laughs> Another quote I came up with. <laughs> um, yeah, but there's been multiple... Uh, you know, corruption mm-hmm. investigations involving him, his wife, <laughs> his fail son. Yeah. Big fan of that kid. Well, if you recall, when, when Epstein first uh, was reemerged in the news, uh, Yair Netanyahu posted a picture of Ehud Barak, um, Barack Obama's brother, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> leaving, uh, leaving Epstein's mansion. Yes. And, of course, we've learned that Ehud Barak has, uh, like, he, where he, I think his quote was like, I've hung out with Epstein less than 100 times, but more than 10 times. <laughs> uh, which is a little... That Quite means like definitely more than 100 times. <laughs> well, I just think it's so funny, like, and I really am into this idea of these kind of like warring interests mm-hmm. in, you know, taking down Netanyahu, these yeah. people, like just kind of warring different... Uh, factions within the Israeli deep, deep state, yeah. if we can call it that. Which, of course, is very intimately connected to the American deep state. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I it's this seems believable. I mean, I'm sure that they went to the the Wexner Foundation, is, as we, we've discovered, is a very uh, large foundation. Um, and the this mentions, too, this was the same foundation that paid former Israeli prime minister and Netanyahu rival Ehud Barak $2.3 million for research that was never published. Barak's response to the expose was that everything was carried out legally. I love saying that. Uh, Barak was also caught entering Epstein's house while a bevy of young women was entering and exiting as well. So this is, it includes the attorney general, mm-hmm. the head of the Air Force, the head of the IDF investigations arm, the deputy commander of Central District, and head of the investigation division. Oh, it's the also it seems like the guy who is the head of the investigation to find the lowest prices for household goods on the internet <laughs> that also are made of the highest quality. Yeah, so it's a little bit of a funny story, but I like it. You know, mm-hmm. I like a funny story. We have coming up some stories that are not so funny. No. Um, real quick, we should mention that, um, on Friday, Mm -hmm. we love a Friday news dump, as they call it in the biz, uh, the FBI declassified its files on the Finders Group. Mm -hmm. And now the Finders Group was, uh, part of what kind of became known as the satanic panic of the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, you know, allegedly a kind of uh, possible child sex cult Slash ring. ring, yeah. That had, is, is the really the word that follows all of these cases. Around. Yeah, that had ties to like possible CIA ties, possible FBI ties. Mm-hmm. The um, teachers unions. I'm just kidding. Just regular. I don't know if they're unionized. <laughs> um, and so we're going to actually do an episode going through these documents because they're pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And included, which we had been tweeting about, included in these um, declass- this declassified tranche. The tr- yes. What was in the tranche, Liz? <laughs> um, Liz w- Tronzak? <laughs> was a uh, copy of, or a map of the tunnels at McCarran Preschool in California. McMartin Preschool? McMartin Preschool, excuse me. We gotta go. No. Well, can you explain what the what the tunnels in McMartin Preschool were? So, McMartin Preschool was where a bunch of kids 
you know, sort of se- seemingly, uh, you know, the general the general consensus of that it was that they were at the behest of of uh, parents or whatever, saying that they were flushed down the toilet into secret tunnels where they were molested. Is that not not the case? Yeah, no. I mean, it was it's yeah, it was like again like another an instance that was like part of the satanic panic. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And there were kids that insisted that there were tunnels and parents insisted that there were tunnels. And basically they were completely like, uh, the, the, the media was like, this isn't true. This is just part of a moral panic. This is crazy. Of course, the media who are all themselves pedophile Satanists. (laughs) So it's like, come on. But it's, yeah. So in these documents is a map detailing the different, like tunnels and what they found there. Yeah. So we're going to get into the, I have to, I love studying maps and I will find (laughs) out, I will be able to just tell by the contours of the lines, just how satanic they are. Yeah. It it makes you think because you know, this, yeah, like you were saying the whole satanic panic thing, like, Oh, it's a panic. It's not real. Well, whether it's real or not, there's a reason it happened. Right. Mm. And whether that reason is to, uh, it's because it was actually happening, uh, and and it was being called a panic to make everyone seem like, oh, well, maybe we're just freaking out or whatever, uh, or whether there were a bigger game of was a bigger game afoot, like you're saying with the intelligence agencies. We mm. will find out. Yeah. So a lot of our listeners have been asking for us to talk about Franklin Credit Union. Yes, which is sort of related and it's a it's a big topic which we want to do mm-hmm. justice it's probably going to take at least a couple of episodes uh i'm reading a book and a half kind of on it right now yeah so i would just like i know we sometimes say this like oh we've got these episodes coming up but stay tuned because we do want to we are really going to talk about this but we really do want to do it justice yeah Okay. Speaking of justice. Speaking of Lady Justice. She arrives on a white horse with a flaming sword and big ass titties. <laughs> That's the scale. They're on the it's on the scale way. Yeah, one titty is like really heavy and the other one is possibly airless or something. It's They're always floppy. different sizes. Yeah. One's well, I will we'll stop here. Uh, we received a hot tip from a reader. Yeah. Or a listener, rather. I guess we don't write things. Uh, that <laughs> I'm sure that this person reads. Yeah. Oh, clearly. They are read. Well read. So we're, we don't want to give away their identity. We're going to read part of their message out. Senator George Mitchell, accused by Virginia Jeffrey of rape facilitated by Jeffrey Epstein. Of course, you guys remember that from the transcripts. Served as the president's special envoy for Middle East peace in the Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs from January 22nd, 2009 to May 20th, 2011. In this role, he was responsible for leading U.S. government engagement with Israeli-Palestinian issues. Here, so this is the the note continues. Here are some Epstein and Maxwell-related facts that you, meaning me, Brace, and Young Tomsky might find interesting. Alex Maxwell Jirasi, who now works for Carnegie Endowment, was special assistant, later chief of staff, to the Assistant of State for Near Eastern Affairs from 2009-2012. He is the son of Isabel Maxwell and Dale Jirasi, whose father invented the birth control, as Carl Jirasi. His role was to troubleshoot communications between the Career Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs Foreign Service Officers and the Office of the Secretary of State. Now, who was the Secretary of State back then? Huh, from 2009 to 2012? Mm-hmm. Hmm, let me just... Ooh, 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 type, type, type. Google, 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 Wikipedia, Wikipedia. Uh, oh, Crooked Hillary! It's Crooked fucking Hillary. He worked closely with Mitchell and the Office of the Special Envoy. 
Mitchell and Jirasi, I can't stop saying envoy. (laughs) Mitchell and Jirasi were the only two political appointees in the entire Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs during this period. At the time, rumor was that Secretary Clinton had handpicked Jirasi due to family ties. Hmm, family ties. Not sure whether President Obama or Secretary Clinton facilitated Mitchell's appointment as envoy. So we've got. Well, that's from. That is from. Oh, yes. Dedicated Trinon listener. The Baroness. The Baroness. Mila Kunis. <laughs> We're obscuring her identity. By calling her the Baroness Mila Kunis. <laughs> it's actually Mila Kunis. She's the one who DM'd us. Dude, we can't. I'd, I'm sorry. We can't do this again. <laughs> I don't want to bring up. I got weird shit again. Okay, wait. So, pause. Hold up. Let's just go back through this. This is what is they're saying. So, George Mitchell, Senator George Mitchell, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it in a second, was accused by Virginia Jeffrey. He's named in, in the, the transcripts. Yeah, in the we transcripts. We actually have a, what, yeah, we have the. Along with Alan Dershowitz, uh, Randy Andy, and others. Jean-Luc Burnell, et cetera. Yes. For some reason, George Mitchell's name has been kept out of the papers, but we'll get into that. He worked for uh, Barack Obama. President Barack Obama, mm-hmm. uh, special envoy to the Middle East peace process. So George Mitchell and Alex Jirasi mm-hmm. were the only two political appointees for the bureau during this period. That's by, pretty wild. By Secretary Clinton. Yeah. Jirasi is the son of Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell's sister. sister. So Ghislaine's nephew. And the grandson of famous Israeli super spy, Robert Maxwell. Appointed by Crooked Hillary and overseen by the Obungler. Yes. Okay. This is big. Overseeing Israeli foreign, like, U.S. foreign policy. Oh, a lot more than that. But yeah, it it is definitely, like, it is... Big. I do want to say one little last note that the Baroness left, which was very nice. She said, you're tapping into something profoundly dark and wrong in our society. And I'm thankful for your work and sense of humor and engaging with the darkness. We love you, the Baroness. Thank you so much. But we are tapping into something very profoundly dark here. Mm -hmm. So before we get to Alex Jirasi, who is George Mitchell and why are the papers not talking about him? Well, who is he, maybe? (laughs) He was not just former senator, but the Senate majority leader. He's a Democrat. Perhaps Mm -hmm. that's why he's not in the paper. Ah. The old Democrat run papers. Yes. Lamestream media not covering the Democrats. Mm -hmm. Um, It's demon rats. (laughs) Well, they're kind of brats, too. Yeah. He was not... so. He also, he was Senate Majority Leader under uh, President William. Oh, Jefferson Clinton. Yes. Yeah, McKinney. Billy Bill. Mm-hmm. Billy Billerson Clinton. Um, he was Special Envoy to the Northern Northern Ireland uh, peace process. He oversaw the Good Friday Agreement. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Um, That's, they got to tear those up. <laughs> well, the Brexit happens, they yeah. might. Bojo, if you're listening again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to restart the troubles. Um, okay, but not only that, Brace, get this. What? He was also mm-hmm. appointed yeah. vice chair. Oh, that doesn't sound that crazy. Of the 9-11 commission. What? <laughs> yes. You're yanking. I am not. And he was floated. Get this. He was floated as... Being Al Gore's running mate in 2000. Al Gore? Mm. <laughs> he was, Literally insane. no one has ever said that before about Al Gore. <laughs> Al Gore? <laughs> he, uh... So this is like, this guy's high he's up. He's in. He's all up in. It's not just, because you know also these, you know, high up State Department, quote unquote, peace agreement officials. Scumbags. Well, okay, maybe, but also just, you know, they are deep in it. Oh, yeah. Not only that, but he was also named 
at in a leaked letter mm-hmm. as a part of the Le Cirque meetings. Wait, no. Do you know about the this group? I do. Yeah. Okay. So Le Cirque, that is like deep state. This is, is like, like global deep state. That is like if you're if you want a picture of the deep state, that's what you got. Yeah, they're even, you know, a lot of people talk about the Bilderberg Group mm-hmm. as this kind of like boogeyman. People are always talking about the Bilderberg Group. <laughs> Bilder- they Bilder- do. Bilder- they do. I, yes, that's true. But that's this kind of like boogeyman. And well, wait, let me pause for a second mm-hmm. because I do think that because of the Professor Doctor and all of his little troubles right now with mm-hmm. this pesky little impeachment. He's got his business, own the troubles. <laughs> yes. Is that. Quote deep state is like is like way more out in like the public eye discourse yeah than usual and there's this kind of idea I think particularly or this is what I would think that in a lot of people's imagination that they um, you know it's sort of like these like different kind of warring factions between the NSA and the CIA mm-hmm. and DOD State Department you know super high up intelligence people and that's true. But, like, let's go a couple tiers above that. Because it's not just confined to with, like, the uh, borders of the United States. Mm -hmm. So a group like Le Cirque is supposedly, allegedly, you know, all, like, a very, very small cohort of MI6, CIA. Various political actors. Like, incredibly secretive yeah I, it was started by i believe the french it was like a french prime minister a one of those post-war right-wing prime ministers and his like s- top spy yeah so uh people like uh paul wolfowitz paul bremer donald rumsfeld richard pearl these are the architects of the iraq war these were people said to be part of this group obviously mr kissinger yes big name henry k um, but also, you know, uh, British Foreign Secretary Margaret Beckett, who has been rumored to be the one who was tasked with overseeing the subversion of Jeremy Corbyn mm-hmm. and his leadership. Um, you know, these are really like dark global actors, is what I would say. Yeah, and it is transnational. Yeah, and so there was a um, a leaked letter uh by uh one of the the chairman of Le Cirque and it says that uh where it's asking for um someone to uh it was inviting someone to the a meeting in Morocco in 2012 okay those who have addressed our group include John Bolton Zbigniew Brzezinski uh Benazir Bhutto uh Mrs. Gandhi who I also fucked um, David Rockefeller, Justice Scalia, Donald Rumsfeld, John D. Negroponte, another uh, familiar uh, face from the Epstein universe. Yeah, do we remember Negroponte? Mm-hmm. MIT. His brother. His brother, but still. Mm. Uh, Norman Schwarzkopf. Uh, and who's that? That is the right Honorable Margaret Thatcher. Mm. Yeah, so... At meetings last year, we were privileged to hear talks from, amongst others, Senator George Mitchell, Dr. Henry Kissinger, Senator Chuck Hagel, and the Israeli Deputy Prime Minister. Um, So, basically, yeah, this is, George Mitchell is way up there. Dr. Deep State. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it is not surprising like we were saying before about Randy Andy getting thrown under the bus, very obviously, by the royal family. Alan, you've talked about how you thought Alan Dershowitz was also... Getting thrown under. He got cut loose. Mm-hmm. Got to fend for himself with his like, Me Too memoirs or whatever. But we have not heard anything about George Mitchell. No. No, and it's it's... One thing I want to mention, too, is that, you know, we talked about... Uh, Margaret Becker, right? Mm. Well, there. If you remember this, Wiki Spooks reminded me of this when I was looking up on that. It's uh, it was 2015. There were those articles floated that if Jeremy Corbyn were to become prime minister, the military would uh, would undertake a coup. Yeah. If he tried to leave NATO or stop the Trident program 
or anything that else they thought that would damage the country. And of course, their past uh, sort of plans for a coup was retired. Uh, excuse me. They would seize Heathrow Airport, the BBC and Buckingham Palace. And uh, the Queen would read a statement urging the public to support the armed forces because the government was no longer to able to keep it order. Yeah, so um, just pause here for a second because I will say, one, previously on a podcast I mentioned the threat that the Chamber of Commerce uh, gave to Obama in the, in the failing New York Times. Mm-hmm about whether or not if he were to ban dark money, they would Gaddafi him. Yep. Uh, But I also, you know, if Bernard Sanders somehow manages to slit the throats of every Democratic Party official and get the nomination, uh, I would not be surprised to see similar articles and (laughs) things being floated where his... Uh, were like an actual Sanders presidency to be a real possible threat. As the old Arabic saying goes, sticking one's nose where it doesn't belong. He who interferes with what doesn't concern him finds what doesn't please him. That is, of course, when they threaten Canada with nine eleven. Um <laughs> Yeah. So, um, you know, these are very serious people. And, you know, again, these are people that, we're on Epstein's Island. Mm-hmm. That Virginia Jeffrey. Let me see. Let me tell you what she says about our good friend here, George Mitchell. Uh, in a when she's being interviewed, name the other politically connected and financially powerful people that Ghislaine Maxwell told you to go have sex with. They instructed me to have sex with George Mitchell, John Luke Burnell, Bill Richardson, another prince that I don't know his name. Which yeah, I've got some theories about that. We can talk about it another time. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, we got a, you know, any of you blue check journalists listening, and I know there's a couple that do, mm-hmm. do your damn work. George mm-hmm. Mitchell, look him up. Yeah. Look him up. Google him. Do more than that. Do journalist Googling. Be- called journalism. Yes. Um, okay, so now, Brace, you're very excited about this. Ooh, Talk I've- to me about Alex Gerasi. Gerasi? <laughs> uh, so Alex Jirasi is the grandson, first of all, of Carl Jirasi, who is the reason that you don't have to ever wear a condom under any circumstances <laughs> ever. The inventor of the birth control pill. He's the reason why all these poor women, their hair is falling out and they're going insane. He's the reason why I got like 50 kids, but I don't have to take care of any of them. Wait, that's... Wait, what? I, I would have 75 if it weren't for right. him. <laughs> um... Uh, Carl was Austrian and uh, I believe fled the Nazis, uh, became a very famous scientist and a very wealthy scientist because women won't stop buying that pill because they won't stop fucking. Love when scientists become wealthy. Always a good sign. His son was a guy named Dale Jirasi. And check this out. I was When I found this, when I was reading all this, looking this up, I was visiting my parents and I said, Dad, you know, this guy looks like he was around in San Francisco during the 60s. My dad was a journalist back in, back uh, here back then. I was like, do you know a guy named Dale Jirasi? He's like, yeah, really nice guy. I knew him. Really? Yeah. See, my dad. this is just going to further people thinking you're CIA. Well, my dad knew. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. But it's it was a small town back then. Everyone did drugs. Yeah. Um, but he knew him, I guess, in the late 60s, early 70s, slightly. Mm. Uh, anyways, Dale Jirasi, called Jirasi's son. Married a foxy female named Isabel Maxwell. Yeah, allegedly foxy. Allegedly. Yeah, I'm alleging that she's foxy. Okay, <laughs> no, we can be, we, we're not going to get sued here. Well, actually, well, I don't know. Um, um, okay. Yeah, so Isabel, Isabel Maxwell. who we talked about on the last podcast, or two podcasts two ago. Two podcasts ago. Two yes. free ones ago, I think. Um Right? I don't know, remember. Fucking look up the one where we talk about Isabel Maxwell. You got a computer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she, along with her sister Christine, were involved in what you might call deep state technologies. Yes. Early uh, search engine capabilities, mm-hmm. uh, possibly uh, intelligence software. Digital panopticon things, et cetera. Sure. Yeah. FBI, things of that nature. Kiliad. Uh and so this union of Dale and Isabel, who Isabel, might I remind you, Ghislaine Maxwell's sister, I can't stress this enough, Robert Maxwell's 
fucking daughter had a kid. That kid is Alex Jirasi. Well, he grew up, it seems, rich, went to, I believe, Yale. And much like every other rich person in this country went to Yale, I'm not going to say he became a pedophile. No, he worked for Hillary Clinton. Crooked Hillary? Yes. So I looked him up. Uh, The first thing I could find on him is he started donating to Hillary Clinton in 2005. He is 35 years old now. So how old would he have been back then? That was 14 years ago. Mm. Can't do this math. 21. Yeah. 21-year-old donated to Hillary Clinton? What, is that her Senate campaign? Must have been, That's, right? I mean, first of all, also, by the way... Five, de- five grand Hillary, donation. That Senate campaign, she's running against, like, a dead body, by the way. She ran against a dead body? Basically. Oh, yeah. It was, like, guy. the easiest campaign. So the idea of even giving her money for that, it's like, you don't even need it. It's yeah. not a hard campaign. Also, everyone who's like, she's run so many successful campaigns. No, terrible politician. Yeah, I do just want to mention his donations for a little bit, actually. He's donated to a bunch of people I've never fucking heard of. Of course, the 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 ones that you keep popping up are the Hillary Victory Fund. Hillary, he's donated like thousands and thousands and thousands of thousands, earwolf-level monies of, uh, to Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, but his two donations that he are the most recent presidential ones are, guess. Uh, Hillary. Beto <laughs> and Pete. So he's done with women. (laughs) Well, maybe, you know, Mother Hillary might still get in the race. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's true. And those could be her two catamites collecting (laughs) votes for her. Oh, my God. Mayor Pete. That fucking asshole. Love to get in there. Um, Yeah. So he, uh, Big Hill guy. Uh, He also is a signatory of, he worked on her 2008 presidential campaign. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he was a signatory of a letter sent to the uh, to the to I think the New York Times, which the New York Times refused to print, and thus it made it newsworthy. Uh, Wait, what letter? So, to the editor, the unnamed advisors and aides the story relies on speak to nobody for nobody but themselves. It was obviously a story. It was in response to a headline: "Somber Clinton soldiers on as the horizon darkens." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is like when it was very clear that Obama was going to be the nominee. Yeah, check out this shit. The unnamed advisors and aides the story relies on speak for nobody but themselves. The rest of us, thousands of her supporters, friends, and members of her staff and volunteers are working tirelessly each and every day and night because we believe in Hillary. We believe she will win the nomination. We believe she will win in November. And we know she will make the best president for the United States. Blah, 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 bunch of bullshit. He signed the letter. Which These people. Never you know, put your name in print under something like that. <laughs> Just pathetic. Yeah. Ugh. So donated thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And guess what he finally, once Hillary Clinton cry, gets her coronation in the State Department, Ugh. the second best, he becomes the chief of staff, office of the S- assistant secretary of state for the Bureau of Near Eastern Affairs. Yeah. Serving right alongside George Mitchell. Uh, mirrored, his, his tenure there was 2009 to 2012, which mirrored almost exactly Hillary Clinton's tenure there. And I, I can't, I know I'm saying this a bunch, but keep this in mind as I say everything that's coming up here. This man is the grandson of one of the most famous and decorated Israeli spies of all time. And the nephew of a woman who, by the way, is friends with Hillary Clinton, who dines alone with Bill Clinton, Ghislaine Maxwell, who, his co-worker, George Mitchell, was, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell was facilitating the rapes that this man committed on young girls. These people are all within... This is so disturbing and disgusting. It's crazy. As far as I can tell, nobody has covered this. No, and this was literally just a couple years ago. Yeah. This is, you know, talk about obungling. This is an obunglement of obungles. Well, guess this. And now, now to add another layer into this, guess what organizations he was a part of? The Friends of Syria group. <laughs> now that, you Price, might sound... That, that's, you, you love them. I am a friend of Syria. <laughs> uh, that sounds like... Um, 
That's something cool. Oh, friends of Syria. They must be like trying to help the country recover. Yeah, this land is your land. Exactly. This, this really kumbaya thing. They were trying to discover a Woody Guthrie or whatever, <laughs> Pete Seeger type in Damascus. For the Levant. Yes. Uh, that is actually not the case of what happened. The Friends of Syria group was modeled on something called the Friends of Libya group. Oh, God. The Friends of Libya group is the organization <laughs> that uh, that NATO, EU, and Gulf countries, and a few African ones, started to overthrow a uh, friend of the show, Muammar Gaddafi. Uh, and so... So it was... So, sorry, Friends of Syria, I'm assuming, if it was modeled after Friends of Libya... Yeah. Now, we know what these Friends of Libya did mm-hmm. to the Libyan government. Yes, we do. Was the were the friends of Syria m- attempting to do a similar friendly friendship with the a- lion himself? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, actually, look at this article on the Libyan uh, rebels uh, seeking international recognition. The picture is of the Libyan contact group representatives, including Hillary Clinton and William Hague. Oh. Go- from Are you five serious? minutes ago when we were talking about Le Cirque. Oh. Man, that's crazy. It's just, it's a small yep. world, man. Uh, so that was, it's from their, it's from their meeting in Istanbul in 2011 when our man, uh, Alex Jarasi and of course George Mitchell were working in the Department of Near Eastern Affairs. Uh, there is, I have reason to believe that Jarasi was actually at this meeting, but this is basically where Clinton and, um, and the rest like fully supported the rebels in Libya. Uh, now, and, and just to be clear, when we say the rebels, mm-hmm. we mean, uh, you know, fundamentalist forces trying to overthrow sovereign government. Yeah, and like mafias, basically. Yeah. yeah. So the Libyan rebels, this is from the Guardian. Not good people. Libyan rebels fighting to overthrow Muammar Gaddafi have won recognition as the country's legitimate authority from the ent- entire international contact group coordinating policy on the crisis. Now, this is basically the same tactic they employed with uh, Maduro, right? Yeah. Is that you recognize just some fucking schlubs. You're like, all right, you guys are the government now. And, and then you just wait and see if the people respond. Exactly. Or you just, I mean... They, if, and if the different military forces coalesce around the people that you want them to. Exactly. So they did this, uh, and it worked. <laughs> uh, they also promised them, of course, military aid, both direct and through supplies, etc. So, to pause for a second, mm-hmm. just to, so we know where we're at. Yeah. Alex Tarasi, mm-hmm. grandson of Robert Maxwell. Yep. Nephew to Ghislaine Maxwell, mm-hmm. a co-worker of George Mitchell, who raped uh, Virginia Jeffrey alongside Jeffrey Epstein, mm-hmm. worked with Hillary Clinton and uh, George Haig, William Haig. William Haig, excuse me, alongside William Haig on over th- who is a member of Le Cirque. Mm-hmm. The global deep state group yep. worked on overthrowing the Libyan government and then attempted to do the same to the Syrian. That is precisely correct. Okay. He was also uh, a part of a little something that I like to call, in fact, I don't like to call this at all, he likes to call, the United States Gulf uh, GCC Strategic Coordination Forum. He he was also a delegate or a someone who attended the U.S. Gulf Cooperation Council, which is like the uh, regional thing, the Arab Arab state regional thing. It's like a military thing, also um, political sort of union uh, of you know the Gulf countries who are naturally, of course, friends for the worker. Uh, Qatar provides lots of jobs, including for uh, many of our favorite journalists. <laughs> uh, by the way, if anybody's ever been paid by Qatar to 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 give like woke takes on something, that person should be in prison. Yeah, that is a slave country. Not that ours isn't. I mean, if you've been paid by the U.S. government to do it too, you should also be in prison. Uh, so yeah, but more, back to the friends of Syria for a second. This is from their conference in Istanbul, which I believe Mr. Jarasi either attended or prepped Hillary Clinton to attend. We believe geopolitical concerns, and this is from 2011, remember, and keep in mind after I say who's saying it. We believe geopolitical concerns and interests cannot rule a world. We refuse to take such a stand. We refuse to accept a situation where tanks are shooting women and children and men of all professions, Erdogan said. (laughs) 
We also believe that the international community has a moral obligation to act. It is crucial that we speak with one voice. The message that we give the Syrian regime must be very exact, very precise. The bloodshed in Syria must stop. We demand that. Clinton adds, The Syrian government is staying true to form, unfortunately making a deal and then refusing to implement it. As of today, regime forces continue to shell civilians, to lay siege to neighborhoods, and even target places of worship. That's crazy. A government does that? Mm. That is fucked up. Uh, yeah, I, Clinton has literally done exactly those things yeah. in the past year of her saying this. Ugh, this is, yeah. Uh, so, of course, uh, he is mentioned, Jirasi is also mentioned in several WikiLeaks emails, but he's mostly just in sort of the CCs yeah. on him. Um, I, can't, I wasn't able to uh, find any that actually, like, were to or from him specifically. Uh, but here's a little thing I found uh, about the Friends of Syria also. They were... <clears throat> I remember this happening back then, but they were the people that were pushing for, like, total sanctions on Syria. Yeah. Which is, of course, we know sanctions like starve the people uh, mm-hmm. and make life pretty much unbearable for anyone in the country. And uh, Mr. Jirasi was right at the fore of that. So, Syria... Not known for having the warmest relationship with Israel. No. And I'm not saying that Alec Jirasi is a deep cover Israeli spy in the State Department. Because the State Department doesn't need Israeli spies. No. The State Department... Yeah, this is the thing that a lot of our, like, Q brethren and the kind of, like, conspiracy-minded community Mm -hmm. kind of focus on is this idea of like Israeli spies or that Israel is somehow like tainting our pure politics. (laughs) Yeah. That they're like in the driver's seat here. And I think that that is completely misguided. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like Israel serves as such a useful outpost for the United States. And that's really what the entire state of Israel is. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's a forward <laughs> it's just an base. intelligence outpost in mm-hmm. the Middle East. Yeah, outer haven for pedophiles. It is, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this goes back to Kissinger and but actually before Kissinger. Yeah, but Kissinger really got this kicked into high gear when he you know he made all these deals around the Arab world, but really he was playing them off against each other so that Israel, the the, the nation that has all these American arms because they serve as America's proxy. Uh, can can grow. I mean, so Syria, of course, lost the Golan to Israel and has not re- received it back in no. many, many decades. <laughs> uh, I believe there's now, it's called like Trump. They officially annexed it. It was this, this year or last year? Yeah, they officially did. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that Alex Jirasi, whose grandfather was like the motherfucker who supplied Israel's Air Force in its early days, who... Did just like stole the pro helped steal the promise software for them, uh, who lured the Israeli nuclear whistleblower back to the embassy so he could be taken off for ex- secret extradition, black side shit in Israel. Uh, I don't think that his grandson that is not the first choice I would have for one of my two political appointees to the State Department, Department of Near Eastern Affairs. Well, you are not crooked Hillary, that's true. So, again. Like, we joke about the Clinton crime family. And, you know, I do love calling her Crooked Hillary. Mm-hmm. And I do think that perhaps more people should adopt a locker-up stance. Absolutely. That is a bipartisan thing we can get about behind. Uh, I think so. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, like, it's all funny and funny memes and stuff. But, like, this is real. This is real. Israel. This is real. <laughs> like these ties exist, and they go up to like. I mean, it's it, you know. This is American Western global interests, mm-hmm. and you know Jeffrey Epstein's island is a window into this. Yeah, it is the Israel of the Virgin Islands. <laughs> it, it's 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 it's. I think that people need to understand this because it's not like, like what we're talking about on the show. We're not just like people, you know, sometimes get mad when we don't just talk about Jeffrey Epstein or whatever. All of this stuff is connected. Not in a like, con- I mean, yes, it is in a way that like all of these people have their hands in all of these different things. Exactly. That, <laughs> you know, run the world. Yeah. 
whether it's in what we were talking about with um you know the energy companies and greenwashing a bunch of this like bullshit activism or whether the Syrian it's civil war the Syrian civil war or or you know the Libyan war mm-hmm. or uh fucking transhuman digital scientism it's freezing your dick <laughs> UFOs mm-hmm. or whether it's you know the banking crisis and you know these massive financial institutions it's all of these people and it's not and it, it's also obviously these personalities are you know big and, and at fault but it's not just it's like this this is set up for these people like this is their game yeah and we're all pawns mm-hmm. wow damn well you're my queen oh uh just kidding you are a bishop <laughs> why because you are wearing a conical hat and i don't know um how to move you <laughs> uh <laughs> like uh I was just going to make that <laughs> joke about Jurassic Dr- Dr- High. That's like all I could think of. And then I just kept thinking about Drake in his wheelchair. I would love to give put this guy in a wheelchair. You know, I never really watched Degrassi. Uh, I, did, I think I watched like one season when I was younger. I don't find Canadian culture to be very um, stimulating. I find it to be incredibly stimulating, Liz. I haven't a clue what you're talking about. Hey, I got another one. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Uh, so now he works for something called Askmos. Oh, we're still going? Oh, we're still going. Yeah, I'm not done with Jurassic. He lives here. And so I looked up his address. Where and is- all his past addresses. And his phone numbers. And? Well, I'm not saying that on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not doing anything with it. I am just want to see. I don't, you know... I don't... I keep being like, man, I shouldn't... Maybe I shouldn't harass this poor guy. The motherfucker, this guy was in the... the Syrian no, fucking like contact He's in the fucking... Like, <laughs> Alex Harassi, you were in the fucking Libyan contact group. Like, you've ruined so many goddamn people's lives beyond any of the fucking crazy pedophile shit that your family is sick with. So, now he works for doing student loan things. For, of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. He doesn't. It looks... It appears uh, their website sucks and, like, doesn't work. Um, but just they like, like student loans, help people find like FAFSA. I don't know what that. What's you don't FAFSA? know what the FAFSA is? Oh, why, why would I know what FAFSA is? Oh, it's just the federal aid form that you fill out in order to get your like aid estimated by the by the government. I never got any federal aid. Okay, because well. I stand up for myself and didn't go to college. <laughs> Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I have done about a year in community college, all told, since I was like eighteen. But congratulations! Uh, thank you. I have a think a two point GPA because I kept dropping out to do heroin. Uh, but look at you now. Yeah, yeah. Now I just do heroin. No, I'm just kidding. So now he works for Asmos. He's a Beto and Pete guy, and of course, just lives, I guess, off his fab. He's a coder. He learned to code. Ugh. Well, when you can't. You know, take down a regime, learn to code. One last thing, though. He was, he did have a job, which you also had, Liz. Wait, and you I'm haven't like told little... our listeners about this. He was on the Clinton-Kane transition team. Oh, I thought you were going to say something, actually, about my life. No, and I was like, I, that's, we're keeping that, no. <laughs> Nobody um, it's has true. to I, know. I was on the Clinton-Kane transition team. Yeah. Yeah, he was on the Clinton Kane transition. Clinton Kane family. The Clinton crime Kane. Uh, Tim Kaine. Yeah, it seems like that's uh, much like Syria. Another one of his jobs that didn't go so well. Yeah. Actually, I would say the Syria thing probably went pretty well for them. But um, yeah, that he lost that fucking job, and then looks like uh, Alex Rossi retire, bitch. Mm. Well, this guy sucks. Yeah, my dick. <laughs> know how many other grandchildren there are yeah so let's spend this next week looking up every single member of this family (laughs) it is really crazy and um i think that like i said some real journalists not just us gonzos Mm -hmm. not us twitter fingers yeah need to really take a look into this george mitchell yeah 
This character needs why to go down. Why has he not... Yeah. Why has he not been in the papers? And why has nobody... People should ask Virginia Joffrey about it, too. Yeah. She seems really open. And actually, maybe we yeah, should ask, ask her about Ask your it. local blue checks. I'm always afraid to ask people about stuff because our name is True Anon. Why? I think it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's cool, but they might be like, are they QAnon people? Which, you know. No, because we're True Anon. Yeah, I guess it's that's different. True. Yeah, it does the different word. Um, thank you so much. Um, to our friends of Syria, mm-hmm. we thank you. We hear you. To our friends of Libya, you are valid. <laughs> to our friends of Trunan. You are canceled. <laughs> um, thanks so much, you guys. We'll keep you posted on this stuff. Uh, uh, my name is, um, Department of, uh, Bureau... Of small dick affairs, Brace Belden, chief of staff. <laughs> uh, I'm Liz. And we have here uh, Muammar Gaddafi, Young Chomsky, our producer. Yeah, and we're going to keep going, so we'll see you next week. Bye bye. There it is, music to my ear. <laughs>